episode of Shut Up and Listen, Small Town Stories with Sarah and Renee. Yes, and today it's we're doing something a little bit different. We are. I'm very excited. I think, I hope that we can all learn a little bit more um, about City Council today. So our format today is we um, are interviewing three different council people mm-hmm. that bring very different perspectives. So we have Steve Kaufman, who serves as the president of City Council Correct. and has served in that capacity a much longer period of time than our other two guests today, mm-hmm. who are Don Minnell and Mike Schaefer, who are both new to City Council. Correct. Um, when we started this podcast, we talked about how we wanted to utilize it for a variety of reasons, and one of the, those reasons is, you know, for education purposes. Yes. And I think with all the activity people are seeing on social media and within the community, City Council's name um, is being used a lot, mm-hmm. and I think there is some misconceptions about Absolutely. Council. I think Council is doing tremendous work. And I think this is a great opportunity to bring some of those council members on and hear from their perspective, what does council do? What have they learned? What do they enjoy? What are the frustrations about um, those roles that they serve? Yeah, and I think this episode, I'm hopeful that our listeners can learn a little bit more about the form of our city government and how it actually operates. Because I don't think people have a clear understanding of that Mm -hmm. and then council's role within that. And then hopefully as they listen and maybe learn a little something, they reach out to those city council members, whether they're the ones on the podcast or ones that we don't have joining us today that represent their ward um, and ask any follow-up questions or um, realize after today that these individuals do work for the betterment of the community and they work for the local citizens and they are all very willing to listen, advise, and um, just be there as a sounding board, if nothing else. Absolutely. So we will get started with our first guest, Steve Kaufman. Okay, so we're sitting here with Steve Kaufman, who is president of the Fostoria City Council. Yes, that's one hat that he wears, and that's why we're talking to him today, but what do you do in all your other fun time? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm also... um director of bands for the Foster Ray City Schools, mm-hmm. um, which is a very full-time job in its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we have, uh, my wife Heidi and I have this little side hustle going where we are um, originally started as a COVID type of deal, um, finding out about online auctions and buying some stuff from various estate auctions and such. Um, turned into uh, reselling some of them at the Thistle Exchange, um, originally both locations, now just the one here in Fostoria. And now, apparently, we've grown into um, uh, snuggy kitchen towels and uh, pajamas and kids' clothes mm-hmm. and maybe more to come. I don't. So you continue else. to evolve. We continue to evolve. I am nothing if not constantly evolving, <laughs> like a Pokemon. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm not even going to touch that at this point. It's still too early. We're going to focus in today on your role in City Council. Mm-hmm. So explain to everyone, what is the role of president? You know, it sounds really important, doesn't it? Well, I just like calling you president. president. I mean, who doesn't really? Um, <laughs> so, so city council president essentially runs the, the meetings, making mm-hmm. sure the meetings uh, follow within guide of the Ohio Revised Code, of the Ohio Open Meeting Laws. Almost a referee type of deal. 
making sure that everything's moving along right, making sure that everyone is staying um, in, in, in a sort of decorum that you want in a meeting. That also means that behind the scenes, you're getting emails and texts and conversations with other council members saying, hey, I'm kind of bothered by the way this person's acting. And so honestly, the two jobs are fairly similar. Um, <laughs> And that, and that um, you know, a lot of personalities that deal with, you try to make sure that everyone is, is focused on the same goal because you're not going to agree on everything. You shouldn't agree on everything. Um, but you should all agree that we're trying to do the best we can for Fostoria. And we're trying to make sure that meetings are accessible and make sure meetings are open. Um, and, and so that's sort of my job. I, I can't vote on anything unless there's a tie. You know, if we had six people there and it was 3-3, I would break the tie. Um, but I can't propose any legislation. I can't. A vote on any legislation. Um, in theory, I can bring it up. You know, I've had people bring stuff up to me, and I've passed it along to the appropriate person. Um, but that's pretty much uh, pretty much my role. What was your motivation to be on city council? So, and how long have you yeah, been? Okay, so this you? is um, that's a really good question. It was September 2016, okay. which seems like an odd time to come on, but there's a story behind that. As with me, there usually is. <laughs> um, and so I get called by uh, the Honorable Eric Heckler uh, to... It always uh, kills me when you say that, but go ahead. <laughs> that, was, that was our thing for quite a while. It was just something different every time. Your Majesty. <laughs> he just wanted it in oh, return, yeah. you know, El Presidente. I, I, I do love me some yes. hair. Yes, <laughs> oh, um, hey, I he's do. a listener. Yes, okay. Yes. Um, and so... Um, so I was asked to come down to his office. He said, hey, can you come down and talk to you about something? I figured it was a ribbon cutting, a grand opening, something band related, because yeah. that's kind of what I do. And he told me, um, tragically, that, uh, that Dave Clark um, had had a remission, or come out of remission of his cancer and, and was in hospice care. And, uh, um, and I never knew Dave too well. Everything, everyone who tells me about him tells me he was a really great guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but Eric says it's up to me to replace council president. And I said, so you're looking for a recommendation? There's some names that bounce off me. And he said, no, I think it should be you. And I, I laughed out loud, as the kids said. <laughs> I said, Eric, there's no way. I don't have time for this, anything else like this. And he said, well, I think you do. And then we're sort of going back and forth, talking, whatever. And then he pulled out his trump card. You always said if I ever needed anything, oh. that I should call oh. you. Wow, that was low. It was. And I told him that. And I said, now, if you're going to play that, this is it. This is your one time to play that. Mm -hmm. You don't get to do it past that. This Has is, he ever played it again? Game. No. Oh, and impressive. That was his. That was his, He goes, I understand that. I said, okay, I'll talk to my wife about it. Talk to the family, because I still had multiple kids at home at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll get back with you. And I go home and... Heidi said, well, you have always wanted to be more involved, and it would get you out of the house. I don't know. <laughs> I'm already super out of the house, but um, um, so I went back and I told Eric, um, I said, listen, I'll do it until you find someone who wants to do it. I'll be your interim, mm -hmm. and then I, whatever, well. It's fun six years, six years later. later. <laughs> Two elections, and because I had to, because the term was less than half over, I had to run at the end of that year, and then that term expired, and I signed up for another term. So, but what so, motivated you to continue? So, I really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy, <laughs> on, on the basic level, I enjoy um, not having to think about band for a couple of times a month. 
you know, when I'm there, it's it's something else. Mm-hmm. Um, now is is, um, but as we kept going, you know, I, I'd like to think I'm all right at it. Um, I always tell everyone I was reelected, and I don't think it was because I'm great. It's just because I think no one else wanted the job. Um, but um, but I enjoy working with Eric. I enjoy working with my colleagues on council. Um, I've made some really good friends on, on the deal, and you know. I I had my, my high school choir director, who was as in, uh, as much of a part of my development as anyone, um, told me once that uh, it's your job to try to to pay back things that are meaningful to you by volunteering and doing work, um, and and that's been the way I've treated our, our music education association, where I've or I'm currently serving as president of the region, um, and with this, this town means a lot to me. It really does. And I love it up here. And if this is the little bit that I can do to to, to help out, um, then I'll help out. I, and I encourage the kids at school to mm-hmm. to think a lot about their um, the community, and we really focus on uh, representing the town well. And uh, and so the least I can do is give up uh, some hours a month um, to try and uh, to try and help. You know, whether it makes a difference or not, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. Um, but, um, but I, you know, do, I do appreciate, like I said, the, the collegial friendships that we've made. I like working with Eric. Um, I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but council president is next in line, in the line <laughs> of succession. So if he ever did decide to, to go on vacation and stay there, um, there. <laughs> the council hour, the, the, the hours of city hall would change dramatically because it'd all be after school. Um, <laughs> But so every once in a while I'll call him up and be like, how are you doing? How are you doing? You feeling okay you feeling today? Okay? Can I get you anything? Things. Would you like a coffee? Are you going for your annual checkups? Or <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah, so we just check it, just check it to make sure, because I do not need another full-time job. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so that, it, it's, been, it's been great. I really, you know, I do. I love this town. And, um, and to be able to be a little part of it, um, you know, I think about that every time I sign. Because when, when legislation does passes, I get to sign it saying, yeah, this passed. Um, my first one ever was Tim Hortons. Oh, um, so it's luckily, okay. We have Duncan. Yeah, there you go. And, it all works out. And they didn't get an abandoned. Yes. So mm-hmm. Tim Hortons would have. Um, so it's. Uh, um, but I think that you know that wow, I've I've done something to to potentially help where where there wasn't anyone mm-hmm. else to fill in. So. So you are actually one of the longer-serving council members. I yes. think um, Tom Lake has been. Tom Lake and Brian Shaver was there when I got there. So I mean, you're right up there. I, you're um, in the top three. Yes, right up there in many ways. So you've seen a lot of changes over the last um, six years. Yeah. Would you say those changes are for the better, and why? Can you specify which changes? You any of them. Any of the changes? Because you have a very unique perspective where you sit. Mm-hmm. You know, when we go to council meetings, we sit in the audience, and we're usually there to contribute in a certain topic that's being discussed. Or, but you're at, you know, 98% of the meetings. Mostly. You see the conversations and the dialogue. You see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on. What what changes have you seen in the six years? Um, wow, that's a really good question. The... Uh, I'm an optimist, and so I'd like to think that things are better than they were six years ago. I know that recently um, there has been, and I say within the last couple of years, it seems like there's a lot more engagement from members of council mm-hmm. 
with the administration, um, there used to be fairly, how do I say little, but it was fairly dry, you guys were at the meetings, there wasn't a lot of questions, there wasn't a lot of back and forth. Um, I feel now the council members are a lot more engaged. I mean, we have three committees actively meeting, um, which is fairly new for us. And when I got on there, it was one committee actively meeting and two of them just kind of stagnant. Um, and so I think that's a good thing. I think, um, I guess not, I was gonna say, I guess we're, I think we're a little more diverse. We're definitely more diverse in opinions than we were before. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I would like to see uh, the council represent the town a little more as far as the, the economic diversity and such like that. But, but, but I do think that, that there's more, a more level of engagement. Um, I know that that makes some people not quite as comfortable as other people because they're used to one way and then they kind of sort of change the thing. But um, I think we have really good people in there. I think at this point, if you're signing up to do something locally in local government, it's because you actually do care and want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, you know, you hear rumors before how, whatever, and, and, you, and you hear a lot of people still think that it's, oh, well, so you can get all the power and all that. And it's like, guys, there's really not a whole lot of power <laughs> to go along. I mean, we're still Fostoria, which is a great thing. But, um, you know, what, everyone on there cares about the city and wants to make it better. Now, they may disagree on how to do that, um, but their intentions are usually pretty good. And, and usually, at the end of the day, um, they come, like, they come together to do what they think is best for what's going on. And, and I really like that. Um, it seemed like before there was a lot of people either just sitting there, occupying space, no offense to, to anyone, I'm not thinking of anyone in particular. Um, or, um, you know, we've certainly had our share of rabble rousers. Does that make me sound older than I am? <laughs> it um, does age you a tiny just bit. Just a little bit. Um, and, and so we, we've been through those times, but, um, you know, that, I guess that, as far as the people on council, that's probably the biggest thing I see is that, um, and not just that they're asking questions, but you know, so many of them want to know what's going on. You know, I think of uh, you know, Greg Cassidy, who was a rabble rouser on the <laughs> other, on the he other side of the very aisle. entertaining. He yes, was very entertaining. But to Greg's credit, um, and uh, uh, is that. That, that he stepped up when there was an opening and said, okay, listen, if I'm going to shoot my mouth off, then I guess mm -hmm. I'm going to put yeah. myself in a position. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he'll tell you, it's a lot different on our side of the rail than it is on the other side mm -hmm. of the rail. But he got out there and he talked to all the department heads um, and all that kind of stuff and just really learned what's going on. Uh, and you see that a lot more, that the people are actually, will come in with some preconceived notions, talk to some people, and then realize, oh, maybe that wasn't what it seems like on the mm -hmm. other side, yeah. which has been really great. Mm -hmm. You kind of, you talked a little bit about, there There was a perception of, you know, people think, oh, council has all this power, things yeah. like that, but what do you wish people actually knew about council? <laughs> Please remember that this is a family-friendly podcast. Listen, <laughs> listen, I just, um, no, um, I, I think that, I wish they knew, and I've been on record saying this, um, I wish they remembered we're the neighbors, Yeah. that we shop at Kroger too, mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that we're not... We're not faceless uh, congressmen in Washington, D.C., and I think a lot of the vitriol that is aimed at our federal and state politicians has drifted down to our local politicians. Um, <coughs> I remember my wife, when she was on social media, reading something online about how we're all on the take, 
And she looked at me and she goes, where are you hiding this money? <laughs> because yep. because I can, yeah. you know, we can walk out here and I can show you the rust spots in my 150,000 mile truck. Um, you know, th that just doesn't happen. Um, we're, we're just not those people. Um, and so I guess that's the first thing is that, that these are community members that have stepped mm -hmm. up and are volunteering to do this. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is a little bit of pay involved. Trust me, it doesn't amount to anything. Um, but, uh, but it is a lot of grief for not a lot of reward, unless your reward is trying your best to make the town better. Um, you know, Eric and I have talked about this a lot. He can't, you know, but he can't win for losing. Um, you know, he could. Mm -hmm. We could welcome in a, a factory of of two hundred new jobs, and people would say, "Well, it should be two thousand new jobs." Mm -hmm. And why is the road all torn up? Well, well, we're trying. I mean, it was things take time. Mm -hmm. You know, it took time to get here, and it's going to take double that time to get out of here and and so I guess that's that's the one thing is that that, that we're citizens of Faustoria just like they are mm -hmm. um, and then I guess the second thing that I'd really like people to know is that there are procedures and rules and things in place and not necessarily up to our, our, our control you, know, you hear a lot about people wanting um, people wanting certain access and well you guys should do this and do that well you know if the state of Ohio says no you can't do this and say that we can't mm -hmm. do it mm -hmm. I mean that's just the way that is we can't go against uh, the rules and the laws and that kind of stuff and and so maybe maybe the if people could work off of the assumption not work off of the assumption that we're all crooked and all in it for something and work off of, of, of just start asking some questions hey why don't you instead of why don't you um, it, it, we make a lot of difference in yeah. what's going on. Yeah, asking questions. Just ask questions and, and to, to find out the actual answer, mm -hmm. not in an accusatory way. Right. And a lot of people start with the assumption that something's up instead of going, huh, I wonder if or I wonder why. And honestly, there's sometimes where the answer is, well, I've never thought about that. Mm -hmm. That's something we'll consider. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the answer is, well, because according to the law, we can't blah blah blah. Uh, I know that there's there's several people on council and off the council that are that don't like the the pace of government. Government moves slowly, um, and it's supposed to move slowly because you don't want all of a sudden some law being shoved through that has effects that we hadn't thought about. It's a checks and balances system. It really is. Is it's independent? You know, we can't tell. Especially in this example, let's take the the uh, finance director, right? Who is my wife. Uh, but uh, but the council has no power over her because she is an independent elected official. Correct. Yes. So the council can say, we'd like you to blah, 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 and she can say no because it's just the same thing with the law director. We had a, a law director a while back and a council member a while back that didn't get along, and the council member would say, you need to tell the law director blah, 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 and I'd say, well, no, I don't because they're an independent elected official and mm -hmm. we can't tell them anything. We can't tell the mayor to do anything. Um, we can ask, we can persuade, we can do all those historical words. Um, but it's not a school board superintendent type situation. We don't hire and fire any of those people. Now, that's about to change uh, with the passing of the two charter amendments to make law director and finance director hired positions mm -hmm. instead of uh, elected positions or appointed positions. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then the council will have some say over that. But, um, but right now, you know, the, there's, like I said, there's checks and balances in place. And yep. There's a reason why checks and balances yes. are in place. Yes. 
So, Steve, it's been interesting to hear about things from your perspective because you do offer a unique perspective, what with your tenure and your role on council. Yes. Um, so we always like to end our sessions with some quick fire questions, if you will. So I'm going to <laughs> fire four or five uh, questions at you, and you can give us the first response that comes to your mind. I'll do the best I can. Uh, your favorite food? That's really hard. Okay, that's supposed to be a that's pretty That was supposed to be, to be an easy one. Easy one. <laughs> um, Rapid fire, yeah, quick answers. Dan and Light and Fit Yogurt. Wow, wow, would not have expected that. Okay. Favorite vacation spot? Gallenberg. Favorite animal? You said that I wasn't going to get that one. She's tricky like that. She She's is. She's very tricky. Right? Yes. Uh, a dog. A kind of dog? I mean, just a dog? A dog. Okay, then. Because, because, because the other day when I saw this lady on the street, she said this, and why, was what she said. That's why she's tricky. She makes the question mm -hmm. like that. Uh, no, a dog, because uh, they can be they're fiercely loyal. They can be friendly. They can be helpful. They can also be protective. And so I, that's what the dog. So it depends on what kind. Of, yes, some dogs are better than others. But we've always had rescues, so I don't I don't differentiate by breed. But uh, he's so PC. This is very. This deep. is mm -hmm. yes. Favorite movie or TV <laughs> show? Favorite movie or favorite TV show? Pick one. Is that a question? Pick one. Which question, do you like the best? Question See, the problem is... Oh, my God. Just like <laughs> questions, Steve. You knew better. You knew better. Uh, we cur did. Cur currently, uh, we are really enjoying Only Murders in the Building. Okay. Okay. And final question. Mm -hmm. Your favorite thing about Fostoria? My favorite thing about Fostoria. I suppose you two would probably be too sucky uppy. It would. Yes. It would. It's I mean, thank you, phony. but, you know. I mean, the sentiment's very nice, but <laughs> this um, one you'll get. The thought counts, but give us something else. The, the, this is going to be really cheesy, and I'm really sorry. Yep. Uh, my favorite thing about Frost Story is its potential. Oh. Is, that, is that I think, um, and we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. my perspective being an outsider um, coming in from a big city a dozen years ago, um, is I could sort of see, wow, this could be really cool. Different, but cool. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people try and clasp on to what it was and don't really realize the environment we're in right now. I was talking to a, someone the other day, and they said, well, what we really need is big retail. And guys, there is a big retail out there. Look at the world. Mm -hmm. Big retail is Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I saw just before I left, just before I came in, talking to another small business person who just won a certain contest. Um, <laughs> and that's really cool. That's what we didn't have when we moved up here. We mm -hmm. didn't have Urban mm -hmm. Woody. We didn't have the festival. We didn't have a coffee yeah. shop. We didn't have yep. Calico Charlie's soon to be coming soon to a story of you. Um, <laughs> um, and so he's, he's trying to get the ad. You know, he wants I'm to be the voice of Calico Charlie's. Exactly, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> that's exactly right. I, I have a face for radio. Um, and so, but we didn't have all those local things and it's, it's happening and it's, it's showing up and and I think on the other end of this, with this momentum, if we can keep the momentum going, that the place we have is going to be pretty unique, and it's going to be, especially for the area, because there won't be any place like this in the area, and it's going to be a pretty nice place to live. Yep. Um, and so, if, if, I, I think, like I said, I think that's my favorite thing, is I know enough of the kids, and I know enough of the adults, and I sort of see, I'm a, a, a sort of a 30,000 foot guy, I see a lot of forests, I don't see a lot of trees, um, and... 
and, and what we can end up being is really my favorite thing. I love that answer. I do too. And thank you so much for joining us on the couch today, Steve. It's always my pleasure. And we look forward to seeing you at future council meetings yes. as you are president. Yes. El Presidente yes. of Fostoria yes. City Council. Yes. Or on the street getting coffee. Which or, we do that or too. every place else in town. Or at a football game. Or at the yes. Or variety of... Because you're not allowed America. to be home. That's because what I'm, we've learned. I'm really, that's what we've learned. <laughs> is that My takeaway, Steve's not allowed to be at home. Yes. appreciated Steve Kaufman's perspective having been on council for six years and I mean just in our time here we've seen the community grow evolve and change in our time in our you know in our worlds and our viewpoint but to hear his perspective I thought was really really interesting I completely agree and I just appreciate um, his perspective on council as a whole because as the president of council he just has a different viewpoint right. than we're going to see from our next guests in episode two. Yes, and in episode two, it's going to be really interesting because we're bringing on Mike Schaefer and Don Manel, who are both new to council. They both bring business experience with them at different levels, mm -hmm. um, but I'm really interested to see their viewpoint on it because they've both you know, jumped in, and it's a huge learning curve. We know this, so I'm excited to hear about their take on it because they're very different personalities they are and i would like to make a wager with you a bet if you oh. will because um mike schaefer i have not really known him for a long time mm -hmm. i've gotten to know him since he has joined city council yes and he is delightful but i have worked with don Manel for um a long time uh, you know role. what don is thinking because he will and tell you I appreciate Don's brutal honesty. Yeah, he is a researcher and he is business through and through. So you're telling me so that you expect. I right? am telling you that we will get nothing but brutal honesty from Don Manel. Well, I'm not going to take that bet because I'm expecting it to. <laughs> I will take it one step further and say that he will probably make at least one comment that will have us looking at each other with a panicked look in our eye. Well, that's what keeps it exciting. I know. I because when we have panic looks, it's refreshing because sometimes our guests have panic looks. I know. <laughs> but I look forward to hearing their different perspectives. Yes. Because I agree with you. I thought Steve's insights and some of the things he said. Mm -hmm. And he didn't interview, grow up in Fostoria. He did not. Which is a different perspective, too, because I believe that Mike and Don both did. Yes. Um so I just enjoy the fact that we're getting such a wide range of information mm -hmm. and kind of an inside look into all of this. Because I don't, I think there, and you know, we talked to Steve a little bit about this because we see it, he's seen it. There's a lot of misconceptions about city government, how city government is run, and the actual role of council and what their job actually is. So I'm just excited to learn more and, and hear it from their viewpoints. Me too. So it's going to be interesting. It always is. So yeah, make sure you turn into part two where we talk to two new council people.